John chapter 3 and verse 31. And we, we understand that John chapter 3 is talking about being born again, right? And uh, in verse 31, He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly, and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. Who came from heaven? Jesus. That's right. Jesus came from heaven. The Son of God came to earth. And what he has seen and heard, that he testifieth, and no man receive his testimony. He that hath received his testimony has set to his seal that God is true. Shall we pray? Our Father, I do pray and I do ask you, dear God, that you would help me to yield to your power. Help me to be able to communicate, dear God, your word that you have communicated to me to your people. Lord God, I pray you'd help me. I need your help. Hide me behind the cross, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So in John chapter 3, we have Jesus here. And it says, when he has seen and what he has seen and heard, that he testifieth, and no man receive his testimony. And when he says that no man hath received his testimony, he's talking about the, the unsaved, the unbeliever. Because if you look uh, in verse 18, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. These evil people would not receive the testimony of Jesus Christ. They rejected him. And a lot of these people, the evil he's talking about are the religious evil. We talked about that on Sunday morning, okay? These just religious people. Um, but but here, so no man received his testimony. Now, he says in verse 33, he that hath received his testimony. Okay, so we understand that some people did not receive his testimony, and some people did receive his testimony. He that had received his testimony hath set to his seal that God is true. God is true. Amen. I'll say that again. God is true. Amen. And we know that he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is true. Okay. So who is the one that received this testimony? Them that believe that God is true. You say, well, what does that have to do with uh, the influence of the Holy Spirit? You'll never receive the Holy Spirit if you don't receive Christ. You don't believe that God is true. There's no hope for you. No help for you if you don't believe that God is true. There's people that don't believe and they can't receive the Spirit of God. You receive Jesus Christ. You receive the Spirit of God. Amen. He that hath received the testimony has said to his seal that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God. But God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Okay? Did you see that? That God giveth not the Spirit 
by measure unto him. The influence of the Holy Spirit. Now, does that verse teach that he gives the Spirit by measure to us? Let me, let me put this here. Does that, does that verse teach that he gives the Spirit by measure to us? No. He does not give the Spirit by measure to us. Now, some believe that he does, but I don't believe that he gives us the Spirit by measure. And one of the reasons I believe that, uh, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 13. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, is Jesus a person? Yeah, his person. And the love of God, person? Yep. And the communion of the Holy Ghost, person? Yep. Holy Spirit is a person, okay? Not just an influence. You got to get that down. He's not just a he's not just an influence like some people teach. They say he's a mere influence. No, he is a person. The Holy Spirit is a person that's living inside of us. He has power to influence us in a very powerful way. He's not just an influence, but don't miss it. He has power to influence. The Bible says, be not drunk with wine wherein is access, but be filled with the Spirit. The more wine you drink, the drunk you get. And the drunk you get, you get more wine you drink, you get under the influence. You're under the influence more and more. The more you drink, more influence you have. Okay? The more wine you drink, the more, the more you get influenced. The same way with the Holy Spirit. The more we yield to the Holy Spirit, the greater the influence he has upon our life. Okay? The greater the influence he has on our life. Now, let me give you an 1828 Webster Dictionary definition for influence. In a general sense, influence denotes power whose operation is invisible and known only by its effects, or a power whose cause and operations are unseen. Can you see the Holy Spirit? No, can't see the Holy Spirit. But is he influencing us? Definitely. So, and then also he gives moral power. Moral power. Power of truth operating on the mind. The rational facility or the will. So the Holy Spirit influences our mind, our wills. See? He has influence. And then also physical power, power that affects natural bodies by unseen operation. Let me read that again. Physical power, power that affects natural bodies by unseen operations. An operation that you can't see, but it's influencing. And this is a physical power. At the rays of a sun have an influence in whitening cloth. Oh. You mean the sun has power to whiten the cloth? And given a green color to vegetables. The sun has power to give color to 
to a vegetable, a green color to a vegetable. The sun does not touch the vegetable. It's unseen to the vegetable. There's a power there. I'm telling you, the world doesn't see the power that is going on. There is a power. There is an influence. The Holy Spirit is a very powerful influence on, our, on us. If God can change the color of a vegetable by the power of the sun, how much more can the Holy Spirit change how we think, talk, teach, preach, love others, give, worship, and pray? You know, I want to live in the sunlight of the Holy Spirit so I can be changed into the image of His dear Son. I want the influence of the Holy Spirit, just like that fruit wants the influence of the Son so He can be a nice green vegetable. And then also, Webster says, spiritual power or the immediate power of God on the mind. You hear that? Or the immediate power of God on the mind as divine influence. There is a divine influence given by the Holy Spirit of God. The influence of the Holy Spirit. Yes, the Holy Spirit has power to influence us. But to say he is just an influence is not right. If you do a personal study on John chapter 16, verses 7 through 15, I would suggest you do that. You'll see the personal, you'll see the personal pronouns given to the Spirit of God. He. Okay? You'll see that word over and over again. He is a person. You get God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. Now... How do we receive the Holy Spirit? How do we see? Uh, go to Galatians chapter 3. He says in verse 2, This only would I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? How did you receive the Holy Spirit? By the works of the law, by doing something, or by faith? Receive the Spirit by faith. Okay? Because it's really simple. When you get born again, you get the Spirit of God. Now, that doesn't mean that you're filled. That doesn't mean that you are totally under His control. Because I think a lot of believers are not being influenced by the Holy Spirit today. I believe a lot of us are not being influenced by the Holy Spirit of God today. It's very obvious by our lives. By the things that we look at, things that we listen to, the places we go, what we do, what we don't do. We're not being led by the, we're not being influenced. I'm going to tell you something. That sun ray is influencing that vegetable. And God ought to be, his Holy Spirit ought to be influencing our life. In a big way. Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit, are now made perfect by the flesh? You are not going to be made perfect by the flesh. You're going to be made, you'll get closer and closer to the image of Jesus Christ as you 
as we, I should say, as we yield to the influence of the Holy Spirit of God. See, it's not what you, you say, well, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do this. Well, the problem is, you're going to do that in the power of your flesh. But if you live your life under the influence of the Holy Spirit of God, you're not going to want to do them things. You ain't going to want to do them. You're going to have a power not to do them. Now go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Talking about the influence of the Holy Spirit of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 5. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. But in the power of God. You should know what you believe. You ought to stand on what you believe. You ought to have confidence because you've been influenced by the spirit of living God. According to verse 5. What should our faith only be standing on? That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. You, your faith is standing on a solid rock. That is God. The believer does not receive what spirit? In verse 12. We have not received the spirit of the world. The spirit of the world is wickedness. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and a pride of life. How does God reveal things to us? How does God reveal things to us? According to verse 10. But God had revealed them. What's that? Them is in verse 9. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. But he hath revealed them unto us. How? By his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Holy Spirit, influence me today. Teach me today. Teach me something today. Give me a nugget today. Give me, give me something that's going to get me through this day. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. But the spirit which is of God. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches. But which the Holy Ghost teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. The Holy Spirit does not influence that natural man. Doesn't influence him. Other than convicting him of sin, righteousness, and judgment. That's it. 